thanks Mark for joining us today. We have Mark from Fitzpatrick's Castle Hotel, the general manager, joining us on our roundup of podcasts. So Mark, I suppose do you want to start off with maybe giving us a background information of where how you got into the hospitality itself and how you find yourself now and um, through this time during COVID-19? Great. Thanks for having me on, Marion. Really appreciate it. Um, so yeah, I suppose it's, it's our family business here in Kalini. So my granddad would have founded the hotel in 1971. So we're nearly 50 years in business as a family and I'm proudly the third generation to manage it. So it's owned by my mum, Ethna, and uh, yeah, the two of us run it here and I'm the director and general manager. So I suppose it's always in my blood <laughs> working in hotels, everyone yeah. keeps telling me. So um yeah, I worked here part-time as a kid since I was 15 and then did a tra- trainee management program here and did my master's in Cahill Brew and something I've just really enjoyed and never really considered much else. Even I suppose working in the, host- the hotel itself, you've probably seen from all angles. Um, you've worked probably in the, the bar, restaurant, open housekeeping, a few shifts there. and So you've seen every part of the hotel that you could possibly see. Um, yeah, well, that was really a sale my mum and, and from her dad, my granddad Paddy, he um, he always said that it was very hard to you couldn't manage someone unless you'd been in their shoes and you'd done the done the job you're asking them to do. So uh, yeah, we me and my brother Joseph, who works in the hotel as well, um, have gone to the trainee manager programs. He worked in sales, accounts, kitchen, although I wasn't very good there. Uh, <laughs> uh, accommodation, and you work in all the different departments, and it gives you a great understanding and more empathy, I suppose, when you're managing people because you've done it and you know what how long it's going to take and how difficult a task you're asking someone to do. So yeah, it's great. Yeah, and I suppose during this time, it's like the time that we're looking at in June. This is probably a busy time for your hotel. With anything from weddings to probably tours coming, your regular, your repeat guests. So this is, I suppose, very unusual time. Are you finding yourself, you're kind of looking at things to do and knowing that this hotel in the last 50 years has just been busy during this period and finding anything else to do? Well, you're probably busier, I suppose, than ever then trying to get ready. Yeah, well, it's kind of a weird weird process, I suppose, at closing. So it was the first time, I think we closed one, one Christmas in the 50 years. So it's the first time we've had to close for a prolonged period uh, in the 50 years so it was a bit of a shock initially and uh, yeah we the, the panic and knowing we were going to close or that we were most likely going to have to close and trying to get all the costs down and make sure that we we're doing everything right to help the business survive I suppose and um, the initial in the initial period with the uncertainty around when we might open but after about six weeks we opened up our takeaway coffee uh, dock at the top gate which is awesome kind of none of us realised how much we missed it dealing with the customers and the public and yeah. we're in a residential area here in Kalini so a lot of locals that will be in the lobby and have had all sorts of family functions here coming up and wishing us well so that was great to have that outlet and we had takeaway afternoon tea and takeaway food on weekends so it's great to get something positive happening uh, around that um, and then kind of as time's gone on it's a, like, I'm very involved in the hotel federation so um, there's been a huge body of work done there um, in relation to preparing the guidelines that came out as well as lobbying government for supports for our member hotels so that's kept me really really busy then re- refocusing on our, our marketing efforts here to see you know where we're going to position ourselves is probably a little bit different when we open up than when we close we've always been kind of marketed as a Dublin hotel and we've always pushed the destination piece we're probably going to push that a little bit more that 110 acres of park yeah. behind us and one of the most scenic parks in uh, Ireland uh, we like to think overlooking Dublin Bay so we're trying to push all that and Dorky and our proximity to Wicklow and Glendalough and all the outdoor yeah. do because that's kind of what we 
think people are going to want and the customer is going to want rather than the traditional hotel experience, maybe in the initial phase. So uh, a lot of focus in our marketing. It's given us a lot of time to kind of reevaluate everything we do and, and how we advertise, where we advertise, who we advertise to and, and what's our message. So it's been really good in that, in that regard because you don't get that time in day to day when there's guests flying in and out of your doors. Sometimes these uh, big picture stuff is is... Um, that's it and being able to step back and really and have that time to analyze it is, yeah. is vital to do that on a regular basis and even that's great to hear that now you're using that time to to do that and look at the wider audience i know being in dublin it's probably that bit more difficult and people find being in the city center that that we might stay away from that particular area but the hotel Fitzpatrick's castle hotel is in a prime location it can be your base i suppose and you can lay your head for the night and then you have all of this scenery to get to within walking or rather it be a short drive away um, which is fantastic and stuff i suppose like the you know the small example of the afternoon tea like the a crisis can be a good driver a change and we hadn't really we talked about doing a takeaway afternoon tea and now we we started doing it pretty quickly out of the um from the top gate and it's been it's been flying out over the weekends which is great uh, it's been great to uh refocus i think yeah, this time it really has brought us back to the basics, hasn't it? To start brainstorming for those new ideas. And yeah, yeah I would see well, the, the afternoon tea for somebody not have to do something or prepare something for themselves would be amazing just to bring that along. And that I'm sure is, there's a couple of things that you probably introduced that you're able to bring into the hotel and continue going forward. Um, I wouldn't imagine that it would side away from it. And how are you finding in bookings in general then in the hotel? We joke here, a bell in the reservations office in the last couple of days when it wasn't a cancellation coming through, it was a booking, we were ringing the bell. So we were getting very, <laughs> excited, very, very excited about small bookings coming in after the, there was really nothing coming through for you know six or eight weeks after we closed down. So um, yeah, just after the first announcement that we could open on 20th of July, we would have seen a good up, uh, uptake uh, in bookings and then yeah, since Friday gone, it's uh, it's been great. It's picked up again. Now, in the context of the, the no bookings to now, it's yes. very good. It would be nowhere near our normal level of bookings, but it's, it's super positive to see people get more confident uh, yes. about coming and enjoying a staycation and that they can see the end in sight. And I suppose that as long as we keep on this path of... Um, uh, with suppressing the virus, hopefully there'll be more confidence for people to get away. Um, and yeah, I would imagine so. Then as, as the days are going, the increase hopefully continues and it just goes one way rather than the other way. As you said, it's nice to be checking that it isn't booking, it's not cancellations. And that was probably <laughs> the one of the one things we, we weren't used to seeing so much of that volume coming through before. But it is it is great. I know you find in yourself then that those bookings then are coming more direct to yourself by either phone or, or the website. It's yeah, it's a real mix. It's not, I suppose it's probably less phone reservations than normal because people maybe assume that there isn't the same manpower here. Um, but um, it's a pretty normal mix, like uh, yeah. our booking engine, phone, email. Any strange or starting questions being asked then, I suppose, from the guests now? Has that changed no, in any way? Or Not, not really. I think everyone, no. you know, we try to communicate as much as possible through our e-zines and websites like the measures we're going and give people reassurance that we will be you know, their health and safety is 
paramount in our thoughts and we want to create a safe and comfortable stay for people. So um, I suppose just some of it, it's just the uncertainty around certain things. You know, a big thing for us is the swimming pool that they yeah. have said when we can open that. So guests with uh, families, swimming pool is pretty important to us. So they're just asking small, quirky questions like that. But no, everyone's generally very positive and looking forward to breaking out of lockdown, hopefully, <laughs> into Irish hotels. Yeah, no, that's it. And hopefully the, the weather has been good for us for the last few weeks. So hopefully that yeah. may continue. Um, and then in terms of then, I suppose, then minding your costs, I suppose it's one of those questions that we hear, we hear ourselves constantly that it is priority is to mind the costs day in and day out regardless. But just during this time now, it's probably even more. So for you, how are, have you made any slight changes yourselves that you'd probably recommend for for anyone to do no nothing nothing major that'd be too illuminating i think we you know in the initial phase certainly uh, because there wasn't any sight of opening up and um it was just all about reducing costs we did a great review of all of our all of our contracts all of our suppliers you know what are we paying people for and do we need it and what, what level do we need it so that was a great process again something that when you're in the full swing of things maybe some things might be missed or might be at a level you don't need so that 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 was a great process to go through uh, with the with the slowdown one of the small benefits <laughs> <laughs> to be ready to go again once those doors open exactly <laughs> what's it what are you hearing yourself then i suppose in the hospitality industry is what's the general consensus then of, of those that are talking about it is there that fear that worry of opening doors or i think certainly in 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 dublin there is a, a concern about the you know, what level of occupancy is worth opening for, juxtaposed with the thought of, you know, do you just be positive and open? And it's uh, it's just the uncertainty, particularly in the city city part, what, what kind of level of business we're going to have. I think some of the rural hotels are, from talking to other colleagues, are picking up at a quicker rate than city hotels. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it, it's just trying to get the most certainty. But after, after the announcement last week, there's been a great bounce and if things continue going along the same trajectory hopefully we'll all have enough business but it's um i think everyone's expectation is to be you know i haven't heard many people talk of occupancies above you know 40 50 percent so that would be a lot a lot down from previous years but um will be better than what we have the last couple of weeks as well. well yeah that's it building on it and being able to open in those doors and managing those expectations from from those guests the guidelines that many have received then from the ihf from Fulcher ireland back in those so there is a lot of a lot of work to go through with those and for hotels and i know many hotels are starting to prepare and have been preparing for them for those so how are you how have you prepared your hotel then for to reopen you know, in advance of the guidelines came today, obviously we've been working on looking at our customer journey. Um, something we're con- conscious of is you know, people don't want to come and stay in a hospital. So there will be guidelines and there will be rules that we have to abide by. But there's a Fitzpatrick way, if you will, of, of, of doing that. And customers are still going to, as we kind of discussed before, they're, they're going to want the Irish hospitality um, experience. Uh, as best as it be, as can be provided so um we've been looking at you know nice ways of um uh, of, of sticking within the rules <laughs> yeah no absolutely because we do want to in it's in it's more or less embedded in us for hospitality and it's it's second nature for for most in this industry to step behind in front of that guest um and shake their hand welcome them back for the fourth fifth time they might be here with you so it is going to be very strange i would imagine in, in hotels have you made any changes then, I suppose, in, in rooms? Are you looking at that aspect of it? 
know, we've done a lot of the processes for how we'd manage um, you know, housekeeping, front of house and the flow of guests in and out. But it's just trying to give the two main things are making sure that our, our employees are feel safe and happy and comfortable to come to work. And also, obviously, for the guests that they feel they can relax. We want people to come here and it yeah. to be effortless and that they can relax, enjoy their stay and not feel like, you know, they're on edge because of all the safety restrictions. So everything we're doing is, is small little things to try make people relax and be comfortable within the obviously change setting and managing social distancing. And I'm sure you'll be working now over the next couple of weeks with your own staff and putting those guidelines in place and your expectations while looking after themselves and also the guests as they arrive. How are your staff feeling about that themselves? Or are they? I think everyone's quite energised. Um, for the team we have on at the moment, it's about 30 still who are working day to day now and they've been with us right through this. So everyone's really, really positive and buzzed about getting back to work on the 29th and seeing yeah. guests again and just seeing how we can do, th- do things uh, a little bit different and um, still deliver the, such, such customer, customer care for any hotel but it's, it's something we massively pride ourselves on here so uh, you know we're just giving a lot of thought to every part of the guest journey to make sure that they feel uh, comfortable happy looked after have you looked yourself then i suppose you're probably have budgets strategies left right and center on your desk now to go through and what's the best approach for the hotel yeah we've looked at three or four scenarios on various occupancy levels various um numbers of covers in the restaurant and uh what 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 that looks like and what costs we'd have you know we're feeling positive i suppose we're more concerned probably about the quiet time of the year the january and february time where we think there's going to be a bit of a pinch point we're such a as an industry we're such a cash constraint business and so they're 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 the times of the year that can be a bit tight and without a full season to lead into that um it'll, it's certainly going to take a bit of navigation but we feel we're well positioned uh, uh, to do that you seem very positive um, in it which is great to see because like i even from talking to some clients today that there is a great buzz around um especially with the guidelines coming out it's giving people a lot of time to focus on that if you were to give one piece of advice to a hotelier, what what would you what would you say to them here and now today? Just one piece. <laughs> one <laughs> um, I, 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 I mean, I'm I, sure I follow the guidelines. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I um, suppose when they when they're in this situation and they have all of these procedures in front of them, the hotel looking to open on the 29th to really bring it back in. Like, what would you say to them? Where would you start, really? Yeah, I actually think it's what we've touched on already. Um, Irish do, in my opinion, hospitality better than any country in the world. The, the service we deliver is is second to none. And I'd hate to see that diluted down by stringent guidelines. We absolutely have to look after public health. And that is number one. But there is, as I mentioned, a softer way of doing these things that can that can really deliver the hospitality. It's going to have to be in a different way, but that, that we keep that front and centre of our thoughts. The guest experience has to be still king regardless of the the need for uh, heightened hygiene and social distancing etc thanks mark for your time today mark again from fitzpatrick's castle i hope that we've shared a bit of information that might help you um and thank you again thanks Marianne.